welcome back to the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's solo episode, I am covering for you four lies you tell yourself about losing weight and how to cut through that BS. Let's get into the episode. Liar, liar, pants on fire. (laughs) I have to be honest. Oftentimes we believe these lies. We don't really think we're telling a fib to ourselves. We believe it. We buy into it. And I will tell you, I have been there. So today we're going to cover four lies you tell yourself about fitness and nutrition and how to cut through your own BS. Okay, I promise I will be gentle. Let's jump right into it with number one. Lie number one, this is an extra busy time. I will get on my nutrition exercise goals when things slow down, when there's a better time. Truth of the matter, things won't slow down. There won't be a best time. There won't. You will always be busy. And I know that's hard to believe, especially if you're in the thick of like raising young children to think like, oh, it'll be easier when they're school age. And then maybe, oh, it'll be easier when they're teenagers. Or once I'm not working full time anymore, I'll have all the time in the world. Once I retire, I will have so much time. And I have to tell you, None of that's true. And I know that because one, I've been through a lot of those stages myself and the ones I haven't been through, I've walked clients through and I have retired women who are just as busy and working on their schedules to fit in their exercise and nutrition as the young moms. So they're doing different things and it's all the places they're volunteering and it's the responsibilities that they've taken on for babysitting their grandkids. It's all the same kind of stuff, just different specifics. I want to tell you about one specific client of mine and her story really exemplifies the idea that we tell ourselves over and over that we're just really busy right now. And in just a little bit, things are going to slow down. And she did this for an entire year. So I'm going to call her Lisa. Now, Lisa started with me in late spring um, and things were just starting to ramp up at the end of school craziness. She had three kids. Now, if you have kids, you know what it's like. For some reason, May has to be the day, it has to be the month when everything is planned. Every art show, every awards banquet, every special event at school, and we have to recognize Teacher Appreciation Day and the class parties. It goes on and on and on. And so this is where she was about two weeks after we had started together. And she said, well, you know, things are gonna slow down as soon as summer gets here and the kids are on break. For the summer, things are going to slow down and I'm going to have more time to dedicate to planning my meals and getting in my workouts. Well, summer came and the planned on extra time was taken up by now we're going on day trips and we're going to have vacations and now the kids are always in my space and we're, we're just doing all the things. And this went on and what she started saying, you know, several weeks, maybe a month into summer as well. You know, when the kids go back to school, I'll have more control over my schedule. It'll be a better time for me. I'm going to be less busy once I get them back in school. So the kids started back in school in September. And for the first month, there was a lot of, 
you know what, I've got so much to do to get them back into school and there's the parents' nights and all the things. So she said, you know, as soon as the craziness of this just getting everybody back to school settles down, I'll have more time. Okay, then it was fall activities. Her son was highly involved in the marching band. Her daughter was in drama and she did a lot of parent chaperoning, guiding, supporting. And so her Saturdays got really busy too. And she said to me, you know, as soon as marching band season is over, I'm gonna have more time. And this brought us right up to the holidays. Now we all know what happens at the holidays. We don't have more time. And then she had the house guests and the parties and the shopping and the planning. And she said, you know, after I get through the holidays, it's gonna be a better time. That's when I'm really gonna be able to focus on my nutrition and my exercise is after the holidays. Well, after the holidays, she said to me, I struggle in the winter. She had some seasonal affective disorder tendencies. She said, I really struggle in the, in the winter. This isn't a great time for me to focus on my nutrition and fitness. When it gets warmer and sunnier, it will be a better time. Well, guess what happened? Soon after it started to get warmer and sunnier, she said to me one day, do you know, I've been doing this for almost a year now, and I just realized, I keep telling you there's going to be a better time, and it didn't happen in an entire year. And I said to her, what does this tell you? And she said, what it says to me is, there's never going to be a good time for this. And I said, that's exactly right. And I don't see that as a discouraging thing. What I see that is an encouraging thing that you don't have to wait for the perfect time. You don't have to put it off. You're always going to be busy. So make the time now. And that's what it's about. It's about making the time. Now I will say, that does not to say that there aren't seasons in our lives that maybe nutrition and fitness aren't number one. If you just had a baby, if a family member is sick, if you're going through some kind of crisis, if you're in the middle of a move, so maybe you move your fitness and nutrition goals and plans a little bit lower on your list, but that doesn't mean they're not still important. You will feel better if you care for yourself. So give yourself grace. Know that what you were doing for good nutrition and fitness might not look the same at this season of life, but that doesn't mean it needs to be absent. So move your body, nourish yourself. You know, don't live on noodle roni and little Caesars. You should be eating a vegetable. Eat a vegetable. They're available even at fast food places. Go for daily walks. Do these things for yourself. Give yourself grace. Okay, now for those of you who aren't at some kind of crisis moment or some kind of life um, altering, I just had a baby or a moving kind of moment, if it's just the general business like I was describing with my client, Remind yourself, it doesn't slow down. And me conquering my health and fitness goals is about me making the time. And if you still have that little niggling feeling in the back of your head, like, I don't know, I'm pretty busy, call yourself out on how often do you scroll on Instagram, watch Netflix. Think about just those things. How much time do you spend doing those things? All right there's not gonna be a good time. Lies, you tell yourself, number two. I've tried everything to lose weight, 
and nothing works. Now, I believe that you've tried a lot of things. You've heard my story. So have I. I've tried all the things. Here's my question for you. Have you been truly consistent, truly consistent, and I'm going to explain to you what that looks like, with the things that actually work? There's a lot of stuff we could try out there, and it feels like we've put forth great effort because we have, but we've put our effort in misguided places in many cases. And in other cases, we've put our effort where it counts, but we haven't been consistent enough and or patient enough and understood what the process looks like clearly enough to actually reach success. So if you have this in your mind, that you've tried everything and nothing works for you, I wanna tell you, you haven't tried it all yet, or you haven't tried it all yet in the way that actually works. I'm gonna offer you a challenge. Are you ready? I'm talking 90 days here. 90 days, that's three months. I'm gonna give you four things I want you to do with at least 80% consistency. That's a really high level of consistency, at least 80%. 90 would be better, but I'll go 80. If you're 80% consistent with these four things, you will see weight loss results. Okay, are you ready? Number one, you're gonna hit a calorie deficit. Number two, you're gonna optimize your protein. Number three, you're gonna get your meat up daily. And number four, you're gonna strength train two to four times per week. If you do those four things for 90 days with 80% consistency, you will see that you have not tried everything with nothing working. Now, if you're not sure on what some of those things are and how to do them, like how do I optimize my protein and what does it mean to get my need up? I'm gonna link in the show description my free fat loss crash course. It walks you through all of those things. Um, there are opportunities for you to email me to ask questions. So look for that. I don't know that it'll be a clickable link, but it'll show you where to go. You can put that in um, your search bar, find it and sign up for that course. I will walk you through all of it. You have not tried everything. You haven't. Or you tried it and just haven't been patient and consistent enough. Lies you tell yourself. Number three, I can't afford to eat healthy and work out. Now, I have worked with plenty of women on extremely tight budgets. You can afford to eat healthy and work out. I'm going to give you a couple of um, tools here to help you. I'm going to first give you the eight fat loss foods that you should be eating if budget is tight for you. Are you ready? Write these down. Eight fat loss foods that are perfect for a tight budget. Number one, canned tuna. Number two, frozen vegetables. Number three, apples. Number four, bananas. Number five, oats. And I mean the big tubs, not the individual packets. Those are more expensive. Number six, eggs. Number seven, whey protein powder, and number eight, plain Greek yogurt, right? That's eight fat loss foods that are perfect for a tight budget. You've got protein covered there, you've got vegetables, you've got fruit, you've got some carbs. If you get some, um, the Greek yogurt with some fat in it, you've got some fat in there. Eight foods you can eat on a fat loss, on a tight budget. All right, now let's talk about the exercise piece. Easiest thing, walking, is free. 
you can get your need up every day without spending a penny. Walking is free. Planet Fitness, it's 10 bucks a month, friend. It is 10 bucks a month. And I don't care what bad things people say about Planet Fitness. I have so many clients who train at Planet Fitness. They have plenty of tools to help you get in a good strength training workout. You can also get equipment for dirt cheap on Craigslist and at garage sales. You can get free weights, all kinds of things, really cheap, even free, even free some places. Now, it's not about money. It's about priorities. It really is. You can afford to eat healthy and work out if you prioritize it. Lies you tell yourself, number four. I'm too tired to eat well and work out. The crazy thing about this lie is that two of the things that will actually help you have more energy are eating well and working out. And yet those are the things that you wanna skip when you're feeling sluggish, right? We wanna lay on the sofa instead of going to the gym. We wanna eat a frozen pizza instead of chopping up our salad vegetables. We would actually feel more energetic if we would do those things. I've had a couple of clients just today message me and say, you know, they're just getting back to a full week after the holidays. They had their first full week and what they're feeling now is like, oh, so tired and do I really wanna to go to the gym? They both separately pushed themselves to go and they said soon after they got there, they realized that, ah, they just feel so good doing it and they were so glad that they went. You will feel much better both physically and mentally if you eat well and strength train and keep your movement up. You're actually keeping yourself from the very thing that you want. You want to feel energized and you're keeping yourself from that by telling yourself that you're just too tired to prepare healthy food, by telling yourself you're just too tired to go for a walk, by telling yourself you're just too tired to hit the gym. Now, of course, this all hinges on you getting some decent sleep, so get that in order as well. But know this, if you're tired, get outside and go for a walk, eat some healthy food, go to the gym, you're gonna feel more energetic. Okay, these lies, they keep you stuck. They don't serve you. So let's recap. There is no perfect time to lose weight. It's never happening. Things won't slow down. You can afford to eat well and work out. Working out and eating well will help you feel less tired. Now, I hope you felt the love <laughs> while well, I called you out on all your BS here. I want you to recognize these lies in your own life. I want you to talk back to them when you notice them because you are worth it. Thanks so much for being here and listening in to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all the kinds of ational. <laughs> if you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much.